0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the NYC Real Estate Podcast. I'm Mark Levine. I'm your host, mostly one of the owners of EBMG property management company here in New York City. Uh, we have a really exciting show for you today. But before I get into that and introduce our guest, let me just remind you that you could email the show at nycrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's nycrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. this is episode 52 or so so we've been around for uh, quite a long time um today we're doing something a little bit different normally i go through um have an expert on to go through the different real estate rules and regulations and anything that may Um, hit your buildings in the city, um, in the general five boroughs. But today I'm starting something new, which is called a Know Your Neighbor podcast. And we manage so many buildings with so many incredibly interesting people in them, um, ranging from all sorts of walks of life. And in one of our buildings, we have Peter Hurley, um, who's a really well-known photographer who I've been following for years. So Peter, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me.
0: So you're our first guest in this series, which hopefully I'll be doing over you know a period of time. And um, for I don't know, for those people that don't know you, I've been following you for years. And then when I saw that you were in one of our buildings, I was like, oh, this might be a good opportunity to reach out and do something cool with you. Um, so so I'll, I'll ask you all about like how you got into photography and everything, but just so that like set the table. Yeah, I I do real estate, but on the side, I, for a while I was, I had a real estate, um, and like food photography company because I was doing some other stuff in the, in like the food and TV business out on the island. Um, so it really was kind of capturing there and at that time I was trying to like suck up as much information as I could on photography like deep dive Um, so I was watching you I was watching I don't know if you know Jared Poland, I was watching Von yep. Wong you know like there were all no. these people that were just yeah. putting out all these like amazing content
1: <laughs> I'm friends with those guys
0: uh, yeah so that's awesome so um I was really like probably five or six years ago like really all in and then I just decided you know what it's for me, real estate was growing and I just had to take a backseat with kids and all that. So I had to choose and I I chose. Hmm. Um, So, yeah. So tell me about you. I know that's a big ask, but um, I... I know that you were like the backstory was that you were training for the Olympics and it's, and that's how you started going off into that segwayed you into where you are now. But if you yeah. want to give kind of a quick background on how that started, that's fascinating.
1: Sure. Um. I mean, first of all, I'm honored to be the first one on the on this new, <laughs> new idea that you have. And it's super cool. And I think the, the coincidence of you knowing Get emails from you for like however long you've been managing the building, and then all of a sudden you're like, Hey, I know who you are. I was was excited, I was like, Oh man, anyway. Um, uh, yeah, I picked, I'm a photographer, I, I have a studio two blocks away from my home in Chelsea, which I love. Uh, my wife was like, well, why don't we just move into a place that's bigger and you can have your studio in the in in the home? And I was like, I like well, going out to the streets of New York and walking my two blocks. Like, yeah. I love it. I like being here late at night and then going home and being close enough that, you know, I am go I go home for lunch. I, I like, yeah. uh, you know, and I'll forget something all the time, so I'm always going back and forth. So I, I like I like being a being away and being in the city. I grew up in Jersey, and I raised sailboats on the Jersey Shore, uh, little town called Maniloking. And um, I was afraid of the big bad city. I was like, I'm not never going in there. No yeah. way. And and then uh, I ended up going to Boston for school, and it was a great segue into you know a city. I was like, oh, this isn't that scary. I like yeah. Boston. Boston's cool let me you know move into the city after I'm done here I mean I, that was kind of the thought process I ended up training for the Olympics uh in the the boat that I sailed is called a, a laser well it was then called the it's called an Ilka dinghy now they had to change the name but um I still sail the boat but I was able to uh travel the world sailing and and I made the United States sailing team in 2000 and then at the same time Polo was looking for real sailors to do an ad campaign so I showed up in these magazines all over the world and I can't and then I, I finished the sailing and I came to New York and I was like all right well I got pictures in magazines I'm going to try this modeling thing yeah and uh it went well for a while and the photographer who took the polo sh- uh shot of me uh he's like why don't you pick up a camera and I was like uh, by that point, I was the model actor bartender dude that couldn't yeah. make ends meet in the city living in a fifth floor walk up. You know, yeah. <laughs> I was like that. You do not go back <laughs> upstairs after you go down. It's raining. You know, I'm just going to get soaked today. Uh, That's and why was it's like, easier
0: to have a face for radio like me. You don't yeah. have to worry about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, long story short, I picked up a camera in about around 2000. Uh, actually, in 2000, I, I decided to go pro and uh it's been an awesome ride you know and and i love doing it. i got a studio in la and i have one here and i go back and forth and i and i still race sailboats and uh, i coach photographers globally on headshot photography so i own the biggest uh uh coaching platform the i have about crew. 20 the headshot crew i got about twenty thousand yeah. photographers on it so it's, wow. it's pretty cool yeah
0: that's amazing. I always th- think about life in terms of little moments that pivot you away from something and just set you on a trajectory. And for you, that was at that time when you decided to go pro and when you needed it. But um, I'm sure everybody else has you know stories like that. So you've been doing that. I, I feel you on the, I think you made the right decision because I work from home. So I'm here 24 hours a day, except when I'm like picking up my kids and dropping them off to school. And sometimes you want to, you know, I want to jump out of a window sometimes because (laughs) you can't escape it. So I think having a a place where you can go is so much like mental health wise, so much better, even if it's just two blocks, it's still two blocks that you could get out of your own way.
1: Yeah. Well, during the pandemic, my wife's like, all right, we got to get out of here. Everybody's getting out of here. And I was like, i don't want to go away from my studio i mean know it wasn't nobody was coming in and i wasn't photographing anybody but this is like my sanctuary i was like i don't want to go like out to jersey to my dad's house and like hang out there and like be bored out of my mind when yeah. i could be in the studio archiving or doing work or doing something so we stayed and and it and it all worked out okay but um yeah, yeah. it was like it's my place
0: so, you you know, we do obviously property management and one of the things that uh, we deal day-to-day grinding, it, it's the, with the boards. And I know you are just a unit owner at this point. You were on the board previously, right, of your yeah. building? Yeah. 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 And what, would you ever see yourself getting back on a board after having gone through that process? And like, you know, it's obviously different when you live somewhere and you're not on the board versus living somewhere I, and being on the board.
1: I feel like when I, I feel like when I'm not on the board, I'm like being left out <laughs> so something, and I'm like, but then when I was on the board, I was like, oh, this is a big time commitment and a lot of decisions that have to be made building wise. Um, so I enjoyed my time on the board, but then I think it was, it was time for, I was just, just super busy. Yeah. um the a few board members did ask me to come back so maybe i'll go back i mean i i think the the health of the building i love my building like i don't think i, I don't want to ever leave there if yeah. i'm i mean i don't know maybe one day i will but my wife's trying to get me to go and put the studio in the in the apartment i'm like i don't i don't i like this whole operation so <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens but yeah i i think being on the board is important i think especially you know when these things arise and just being in the know so yeah. I did enjoy that part of it for sure and and we had a really cool uh, team of board members when I was on it and yeah no that's the other thing we taught. We uh, that I don't know the people in the like the building fluctuate. Like people are coming and going. I don't know who's selling, who's sold, who's right. renting, who's when the renter. Like if there's renters or if they're owners now and how you know how long are they going to be there? Are They transit. Should I befriend these people that I see in the elevator? I mean, it's just interesting,
0: you know. I know in condos especially it's it's more transitionary where you have a lot of people that are just investors in the building and you have the renters there. So it's a little bit tougher than in a co op where everybody it's a lot. More strict in terms of subletting, so you have more of a community feel, and I think that's always the push that we've seen. Um, so I know that you do obviously your headshots and your portraits are like probably the real focus of your business, right? Do you do any other type of photography at this point, or is that where you're focusing?
1: You know what? I, I, you won't, it's very hard to catch me out of my studio with a camera. Like, I feel like I'm weird. Like, I, I, when I was ever with Bruce Weber, who was the photographer who told me to pick up the camera and shot the stuff of me, he always had a camera around his neck. Like, he was always had walking around with a camera. And, I, like, my friends in, the, in, my, in my other life, my sailing life, when I'm, or when I'm on the road, I'm about to go on a big, big trip, um, they, they never see, like, they're like, we never see you with a camera. So, yeah. I'm just very focused on the, on the genre that I do, which is portraiture. Um and I and I'm so into it that that I'm very picky about it. So I'm like I just don't find the time to take. I'm accumulating so many pictures to take them on my own as a hobby or something is not. That's not not really for me like with the sailing i do just it's kind of the same way like i get asked people ask me all the time hey i want to take you sailing i want to let's go on this boat let's go out on the water and i'm like i will not step foot in the water <laughs> in a boat or on the water unless i'm racing like i'm going to race like i'm yeah, either yeah. competing or i'm not going like there's no way and <laughs> there's no
0: pleasure I, cruises for you
1: <laughs> yeah yeah with the Tyree, it's either going down in the studio the way i'm i'm doing my work or it's not happening and it's kind of strange like i got invited i do i i'm sponsored by canon and i get to do really cool stuff like well here's a here's a here's one i make some exceptions one of them is i'm a big football fan so i'm I'm a fan of the nfl and i got invited to shoot some nfl games and i've never shot sports in my life and most of the photographers know me so i get (laughs) but i don't you know I, i guess in the photography community people know me so i'm on the sidelines and the the photographers that are doing their job like the sports the, like what are you doing here like, i don't i got invited and i'm just i'll stay out of your way you take the pictures i'm gonna i'm gonna but i'm getting better at it and my friends are, are are giving me tips like the guy one of my friends terrell is the uh his name's terrell lloyd he's the photographer for the 49ers so my first game was a giants i'm a giants fan was a giants 49ers game And I got to shoot it. And then I asked him, okay, give me, tell me how to do all this. Like, and he gave me like a five minute little talk, and that didn't help me at all. Uh, you really have to do it. So then I got to shoot the, um, uh, a friend of mine is a coach on the, on the Washington commanders now, and I get to shoot them. So I don't, I try to go when the giants are playing them because, but then he's like, you can't root for the giants now because <laughs> I invited you to come and the commanders like my work. So they're like, you can come anytime you want. So I'm in this kind of like, cheese, what'd I get myself into? But I don't charge for that. So that's really like, you know, that's the one time and and sometimes I'll take my camera and, and shoot some professional sailing stuff. But yeah, other than that, you know, it's all it's all in the studio. You know? I
0: actually have a funny giant story. But um, it was right after Saquon Barkley's rookie year when he, he won the rookie of the year. He did this kids camp in Jersey and I took both my kids. It was a full weekend camp with Saquon and my son. Oh, wow. At the time, he's nine now, so he was. It was before COVID. He's probably about six or even five, and we did this whole thing. And I surprised him. He didn't even know that we were going to meet Saquon for that weekend. He and when I say he was like the biggest fan, he was like every day. He was like, "Can we go meet Saquon? Can we go try to find his house?" Like <laughs> so he was that big of a fan. <laughs> so awesome. I surprised him when we got there. And then my daughter, because there was this camp of about seven hundred kids, there were only eleven girls. So city. Um, financial was the sponsor. And they said, you know what? We're gonna shoot this. They contacted me a few weeks before. We're gonna shoot this video um, with Saquon and it's about females in sports. Um, would you be interested in having your daughter participate and like have more of an upgraded experience where he would spend a lot of time with them, they would interview him, he would interview them. And I was like, Okay, what's the charge? You know, because I was like waiting for the other yeah. shoe to drop. I'm like, no, 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 it's free. Like, because we already had paid for the camp and we were yeah. like, like in there. So we did this whole thing, we spent the whole week. I mean, as we have signed everything. I have pictures of like my kids with say, I mean, it was like, we had lunch with him and to that's say, great. you think that he's like a nice guy, but I always say like, he's 10 times nicer than you actually think that he is. Like he's portrayed as a nice person, but I mean, the the level of like care that he gave those kids during that weekend was amazing. So that's always I love, like, I have, a, I have a good giant story on that.
1: I love hearing that stuff. Everybody asked me about celebrities and if they're nice or not. And I, I just think, well, first of all, Saquon's got to come back this year. I hope so. so he's got to get the job done. And and he does appear nice, you know, in the media. And, and you seem like he's a nice guy. So to hear that he's nicer than I even think he is, is just awesome. That's yeah. cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, we were playing with his little one-year-old daughter at that time. So we, we had like the full Saquon experience. He won't remember us now, um, <laughs> you know, but yeah. for that time. And my daughter, she won, cam- she won the camper of the year, like of the weekend. And she has a whole, like she was called up in front of the entire camp got the signed everything and pictures with him so that was great that's Um, awesome have you released any books about your with your headshots or is it all pretty much just um
1: kept online yeah i have my book here somewhere where's my book i don't have it in arms usually i have it in arms reach i do i have a book called the headshot uh it's for photographers on how to take headshots pretty much so I wrote it in 2015 which seems like eons ago yeah I guess it was um but the the everything in it's still valid I just tweak things so now I I could I could probably rewrite and update it but I think writing a book is probably the hardest thing I ever did I trained for two Olympic games and I think writing the book was harder wow it was was so hard I was like I don't know at what
0: age did you start selling
1: I was six. I was six, and uh, yeah, I just took a liking to it. And then the Jersey Shore just fosters these sailors that that you know most of the guys I competed against were from Florida or Southern California, and they sailed all year. So yeah. we in Jersey we sail till it gets cold, and then you do a little bit of frostbiting, maybe. But so, but I think in the summers we try and make up for it. So the the Jersey sailors are really good. Yeah. Now, did your parents also sail, or was this something that you just fell into? know my dad was training for the Olympics as well when he was uh in his 20s I think and yeah he was in he was the 64 Olympics he was a North American champion in 1964 and he he had done the same thing so when I graduated from BU I didn't know what I was going to do and I ended up winning a national championship and I asked him I was like look can I my boat the boat I sails in the Olympics can I go for it he's like all right let's see what you could do make a run at it um but he didn't make it i didn't make it uh i made the u.s team which is like the top five guys in the country but then uh then only the first guy went so i didn't win the olympic trust so i didn't get to go but i trained in sydney in 2000 but the funny thing is i'm so into it still and i've just stayed really good and right now i'm ranked first in north america for out of everybody yeah and only because i think the the u.s team right now is is diverting their attention in different ways so a lot of the guys that are competing that are training for the olympics now didn't sail all these regattas and i just am a regatta crazy person and i go to every single one so i i'm going to be ranked first in north america which qualifies me for the world championship next year uh in uh in the netherlands so i i but you know in the boat I sail you got to be really in shape and really tiny and I'm usually too big I love it um but I usually sail against the master guy like the guy's my age in my age group I I've been second in the world three times wow Um, but I just got third at the U.S Nationals amongst all ages so I'm still I'm, I'm still competitive it's just and that's the thing that that's the bug I guess that I still wanna get out there and do it. Then and, and then people are all the all the I have a big social media following so I always post my sailing, I post my photography and stuff. But uh, people are always saying, like, "How much do you get paid for that?" Like, I was like, "What are you talking about? I'm like, this, <laughs> like, this is my money pit." Like, but I gotta say, I got boats going yeah. all over the place. I gotta, I'm driving to Minnesota with a boat behind the car on Tuesday. Oh, I gotta, wow. You know, do you have any
0: sponsors on that side? I know you're sponsored by Canon on the photography side. Right? No,
1: no, yeah, the sponsor is the Headshot Crew. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, put too. it on my sale.
0: <laughs> I'm feeling so lazy right now. I have to get to the gym. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I don't want to take up so much more of your time. I, so, I really appreciate you coming on and, you know, just having a chat with me. I think, you know, as I said, I've been, I've been following for probably seven to 10 years, maybe even longer at this point. I was there when you were, I think you went through like a, a health challenge for yourself where you were, um where you were getting back into shape a few years ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I did do that. So I was 230 pounds. I think there's yeah I mean I mean I I was so I stopped sailing I got out of shape I was just taking pictures and I pinched a nerve in my neck and I was like this is not good none of this is good and I was going to physical therapy and to when I trained for the Olympics I weighed 185 pounds and and that was a little bit heavy for the boat back then but now that's the right weight I think I think around 185 yeah and I was 230 pounds so I was like if I want to sail this boat again i have to get to 185. So one year I was, the master age group is 45 to 55. So I'm 52. Now I was 45 and I was 230 pounds on new year's Eve. I weighed myself, I took a picture of it. And then I documented this whole journey. So I find that, um, and, and people can understand this. If I, I put myself out there publicly because of accountability, like I know that if I don't tell people I'm doing something, right. I'm going to fail somewhere. It's not going to happen. But I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to document this. I'm going to put it out there on social. I'm going to let everybody know that I'm going to lose this weight. So I have, this, I have these pictures. Every month, I took a picture of myself. And uh, I, on July 10th, I had to weigh 185 to go to the world. And I did. I got from 230 to 185. And then I sailed in the world championship and I got second. So. Wow. Was cool. yeah, yeah i was
0: there with you behind the scenes you yeah. didn't know it but i was watching
1: yeah
0: <laughs> well thank cool. you so much for your time um if well, you i think it's anything. so
1: interesting that you're doing it like just to just to talk to you know what especially to know new yorkers what do new yorkers do i mean i'm sure um there's other sailors that live in the in the city of new york but for, for me like people are like why do you live in the city if you're sailing all the time i was right, like right. I, don't, I don't know i'm a photographer <laughs> i'm like I, I need to be in the city i need to be in my studio yeah. but it's it's interesting so i'd be interested to hear who else you get to speak to and i uh, have I, think- I
0: have some thoughts we have some very famous people that live in the buildings we have some very just mundane people and normal you know normal jobs and i think that <laughs> there's a lot of normal jobs that are interesting too and they're you know sometimes you take the person versus the job and um i think there's a lot of interesting actuaries out there that just you know they're buried behind the title of their work but they all live in our buildings we have um probably about close to 10,000 units that we're managing so you imagine oh my gosh it's a lot you know holy smokes so, Peter, you can go to uh peterhurley.com to check out Peter's work and get all of his social um information over there. There's on the homepage you can link out to Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, all that stuff. Peter, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And you know, since you are one of our residents and unit owners, if you ever need anything, you you can go straight to the top for me if you're if you need anything.
1: I'm gonna hit you. <laughs>
0: all right.
1: Take care. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Bye bye.